Hello. Welcome to the 20th episode, and the final episode of this season, of Sanity Optional. My name is Silent Snooper. That's right, this will be the end of the first season of Sanity Optional Podcasts. What I would like to do in this episode is talk about my plans for next season, and then go over previous episodes of the series, discuss them, and make any corrections or comments. So, what is in store for next season? That's a great question, and I'm not 100% on that. I am still winging it for the most part. I do plan on changing the schedule of episodes from weekly to bi-weekly, since bi-weekly can mean both twice a week and every two weeks, stupid English language, I will clarify by saying that I plan on releasing an episode every two weeks. This will hopefully allow me to dive more deeply into topics and hopefully provide a more comprehensive episode on the subject. I also have plans of pre-recording three or four episodes before I release any, so that I don't feel rushed or under pressure to get the content out, as I have felt lately. I also plan on finally figuring out some kind of beginning theme for the podcast instead of my silly voice. And I might change the audio program I use. There's weird things going on with Audacity behind the scenes, and I'm not 100% sure what's going on. But I think looking into a more powerful audio program might do me some good as long as it's not too complicated. I would ask, dear listener, if you would consider doing two things for me. Firstly, I do not receive much feedback about these episodes. What little I do receive is generally positive, and I appreciate that, and I try to work on little improvements here and there. But I would ask you to consider dropping me a line every now and then, and tell me what you think. Secondly, if there is a topic that you find interesting that you think may be a good subject for a podcast, please let me know, and I will consider the suggestion, and if I make it into an episode, I will naturally give you credit. Finally, I plan on narrowing slightly the subjects of the episodes. I know my intent was to be a gaming podcast, but I find it more interesting to talk about other stuff. I am thinking of narrowing the subjects to history, lore, and occasionally science. I spent the last few days listening to every one of my released episodes and sort of writing down my thought process as it sort of flowed out. Um, There's not a lot for some of them, but I do expand on a couple of them. So the following is mostly my thought pattern while listening to these episodes. So... Let's begin. My first episode, episode one, Why I Quit World of Warcraft. Ah. Damn, my audio quality sucks in this episode, but it did get better. Um, and I leveled that mage that I said I would be maining for the Burning Crusade, and then the guild needed a holy paladin. So I had leveled the paladin to level 54 in the pre-patch, which is about two weeks. So I switched mains, and now I heal for dungeons and raids, which I do enjoy, as it is a different perspective. This episode was a little rambly, but it was my first time ever doing something like this, and I think I've improved a little since then. I hope. Episode 2 was FOMO. My good buddy TJ joined me for this episode, and we had a relatable, fairly comprehensive conversation about 
FOMO, or the fear of missing out, from a gaming point of view. One of the funny side effects for this episode is that when TJ listened to it after it came out, he realized how much he said the phrase, you know, which drives him nuts. And it has since been his mission to eliminate that phrase from his vocabulary, which is good. But it's also amusing when I still talk to him and he catches himself saying, you know, you know? There were still audio issues on my end, and I'm still not 100% sure how to correctly do two-person episodes. <laughs> and damn, you can hear my breathing a lot, but my mic was a headset at the time, so... This episode was a little ranty and tangent-laden, but I consider it interesting, and it brings up good points and some ways to combat the effects of FOMO. I did notice that I did not end it with my now-standard ending, but I was, and still am, figuring things out. Episode 3 was Character Progression, Elitism, and Instant Gratification. Oh god, my mic quality's awful. And yeah, I need to work on that introduction music. I still like a lot of the ideas in the episode, but I might just use them in a story or something. The rant in the middle was a little silly. Uh, overall, I think this episode was meh. Episode 4, Dreams, Memories, and the Brain. I think this is one of the more interesting ones I have done. There is a lot of interesting information here. And I did have a dream relatively recently, which I wrote down for a friend of mine who's been talking to me about stuff. And here's that dream, and it actually did happen this way. Um... And it's notable because, for me, it was unusual. So, this is what I told my friend. And last night I had a weird dream, and it was more unusual than usual. <clears throat> That's a funny sentence. So it started, like, on the bottom floor of a vast underground laboratory that stretched many dozen levels beneath the Earth's surface. I remember I was a scientist working there, and something happened to where, like, a virus or a plague was released accidentally into the lab, and people started turning into fungal zombies, and mushrooms and fungus-like stuff was growing on all the surfaces and the floors and walls and ceilings, etc. And I remember that the scientist who I was seeing things through got taken over by zombies. And then I woke up, took a sip of water, and then went back to sleep, where my dream continued and this time I was a few levels up, as someone else. And it was right after the fungus was released, and alarms were going off. People were scrambling to containment areas or elevators to get out, and I remember careening down hallways trying to get to safety, and I remember that the fungus was growing towards those of us running away. It grew pretty quickly. And I recall that I was running towards an elevator, but the doors were closing, and I couldn't make it in time, even though I was calling for them to hold the door. And as the door closed, I tripped on something and fell and got turned into a zombie. Then I awoke again, thirsty. So I took a drink and went back to sleep, where the dream continued. I've never had successive dreams like this before. It was weird. This time I was a security guard many floors up, and was monitoring things on the cameras and issuing orders for containment, etc., I could see fungal zombies walking around on the cameras, attacking those who hadn't been turned yet. 
and slowly, as the cameras became overgrown with fungus, those cameras couldn't see anymore or were damaged. And there was this huge bank of monitors on the wall, like many hundred monitors. Unrealistic, I know. But one by one from the bottom up, as the cameras stopped working, as the fungus grew over them, so the monitors would display, like, signal lost on them in red hazardy letters. And for some reason, as the security guard, I remember that I was trying to help those below get to the surface. And I remember going down into an elevator and going down to help people, even as the fungus stuff was growing up the elevator shaft walls. And as the elevator descended, I woke up again. Thirsty as hell, so I took another drink and went back to sleep. And this time, I was in a helicopter, flying. There were many helicopters. We were flying low over the ground at great speed. And as we came over a ridge, we saw the top side of the complex with people pouring out of the few exits of the facility. Some military was already on hand and helping people escape. And at some point, we landed and jumped onto the ground, weapons ready. And the military closed off the exits, preventing people from escaping, etc. And they all became fungal zombies. The whole facility. Dozens of floors, thousands of people. Scientists, assistants, administrative, custodial, everyone left. And the military higher-ups wanted us to go in and activate the self-destruct emergency sequence in the complex, which was apparently some kind of nuclear detonation. We were ordered to shoot anyone or anything moving inside, and we were given rebreather masks with heavy-duty filters on them, etc. And all I remember after that is going in with a squad of folks in full safety gear and filters and things, and the hallways and rooms were filled with fungus, and the air itself was foggy with spores, etc., and we had to use flashlights on our guns to see anything. And then, finally, I woke up. Hell of a dream, huh? Episode 5. Video Game Accessibility Holy yikes! The difference with the new mic is definitely noticeable. Mm. This was also apparently before I figured out how to do filters that reduce audio noise, so sorry for that. Generally, I felt like this episode was okay. The science section in the episode is a little wordy, I don't know. Um, I did recently put a pop filter between me and the mic, and I can definitely hear things like peas popping in this one. Although, I don't know if this has been fully fixed. Episode 6. Lore. Khazadum. This is by far my favorite episode. I loved researching this one, and I loved recording this one. I can't really say much else about this episode, but I might do more lore episodes this next season. I just hope my rendition of Gandalf's words gave a modicum of justice to the scene. Episode 7, Internet Anonymity. Well, this episode was my second one with a guest, and I'm still kind of winging it. Thankfully, my guest, Hirgul, is very, very smart and helped to carry me through this episode. Less breathing sounds on my end, which is good. Episode 8, Dead Dinos Wag No Tails. Why am I so quiet in this one? Damn. 
My volume is on max, and I'm having to actually pay attention to what I'm saying. This might be when I was experimenting with audacity effects for reducing noise and things like that. I don't know. I think this episode was about when I started to incorporate the science and vocab sections into the episode itself, as I have found that explaining terms helped for clarification on the whole. And I do recall that this whole episode came to be due to me reading the article for the T-Rex being able to be outwalked. Episode 9, Maritime Mysteries and Mishaps. This was a very interesting one to make, and there were some other stories that I found interesting, but they obviously didn't make the cut. I have received some feedback that this is one of the favorites, so thanks! Episode 10, May Voyager Continue. So I wanted to dabble with sound effects, and so I invented a silly news show to try to make the history of the month more fun. And yeah, my voices are terrible, I know. But the Voyager section, I think, is pretty good. Also, I hope that my attempts to be clever with titles, one, don't go unnoticed, and two, aren't wholly cringeworthy. Episode 11, Civilization, the Maya. Yay, continuity! Uh, this episode took a lot of time to write and organize. Uh, yeah, a lot of time. I remember recording this the night before and early the morning of release, and as soon as it was uploaded, I zonked out for the night. Yep. Episode 12, Demons. Oh boy, this one. Uh, I'd never actually listened to this one before. I basically recorded it and set it to publish. Um, this was a heavy topic, I know, and it all still generally applies. I have decided to quit soda, cold turkey, as I think that's the easiest step to losing some weight. We'll see how that goes. And it's not the caffeine part of the soda I love. I've worked too long as a barista for caffeine to affect me. Um, it's the refreshing aspect of it. I usually drank the soda Squirt, which is a grapefruit citrusy soda that was amazingly refreshing. Water just doesn't do it anymore. Like, I'm now experimenting with those flavor injectors for water, like Crystal Light or the um, Mio's or whatever. Eh, they're okay. After this episode aired, a friend reached out and we started chatting about life, and she asked me if I could elaborate on what comfort with depression was like. And I had to think about that for a while. And I had to figure out a way to put it into, into words in a way that made sense. So I sent her this. Comfort with depression. Uh, yeah, well... Like I think I said in my podcast that being in a state for so long makes it comfortable because you've become accustomed to it. You know generally what to expect and how to deal with it. I have noticed over the years that there are many levels of depression. There have been times where I thought I had finally reached the bottom of depression, only for an abyss to open up beneath me suddenly and I plummet to the next level, like... I would be depressed for a really long time and, like, reach a plateau and then fall off a cliff. Recover a bit, reach a plateau, and then fall off another cliff. 
And it's a several-year-long series of plateaus where your new deeper depression becomes the, quote, new norm, end quote, and you get used to it. And then, bam, something happens and you descend to the next level. You try to claw your way out somehow, but nothing works. And so after a time, you give up clawing your way out and start building a little hut with the bones of past experiences, wishes, etc., and your hut over time turns into a house, and then a small complex, and then finally a mansion on an estate. A mansion of regrets and what-ifs and why-bothers, etc. And there's a dead tree in the front yard with a tire swing that strangles you if you get on and try to have fun, but it's always swinging gently, beckoning to come enjoy it. And there's a little garden where you try to grow your fucks, but alas, it remains barren, and on the patio is a spiky lawn chair that you lay back and try to relax in while sipping on warm and way-too-bitter lemonade. And the black sun above grants you brief flashes of ways your life could be better if you weren't such a fucking idiot. I don't know, does that make any sense? I don't know anymore. Episode 13, Dreitzein. Uh, 13. That was a fun one to do. I hope you enjoyed my mock medical advert at the end. That was fun. Episode 14, Melange Number 1. The idea behind this episode was a way to do several smaller, interesting stories that occur over time. I seem to be monotone? Do I come across as monotone? I don't know, it's hard to tell when listening to my own voice. I try not to be when I record these things. Episode 15, The Art of Camouflage. This one was another interesting one to do, um, but one thing I received as criticism is that there weren't examples of animals for all the methods of camouflage, and I apologize for that. But I do hope that this episode was still interesting and informative. So I got asked about the silvering method of camouflage. How is being bright and shiny a good method? Well, I think the idea is that when you're underwater, the various waves and things cause ripples and flashes of light. And I think this flashing is what the silvering intends to mimic. I would like to do some clarifications. Oh, clarifications. Oh, yeah. No, I would like to do some clarifications. Ugh and delve into something a little interesting here. I mentioned in this episode that cuckoos develop gentes for each species they use as hosts. That way they can create eggs that mimic host eggs. As a refresher, gentes, the plural of gens, are host-specific lineages of a brood parasite species. So the question was brought up, is each gentes a different species? Like, how does this work exactly? Well, no, they're not different species. They are all cuckoos and are considered one species. There is still research to be done in this field of science, but it is generally thought that the specific properties of each gentes are sex-linked. This means that each female stores the gen's specific properties on their W chromosome. The males have no W chromosome and therefore are able to mate with any gen's cuckoo, 
so any male can father multiple varieties of cuckoos that mimic other species. Due to these myriad females sharing one variety of male, the species is considered singular. In other brood parasites, like cowbirds, both the male and the female imprint and mimic their selected host. This makes each of these kinds of cowbirds a different species because they cannot mate outside their host characteristics. Does that make sense? And let's move on now into what exactly a W chromosome is. The W chromosome is part of the ZW sex determination system. This system is used by many species of birds, fish, crustaceans, insects, flatworms, and reptiles, including Komodo dragons. The females have a pair of ZW chromosomes, and the males have a pair of ZZ chromosomes. I really wanted to make a ZZ top joke here, but alas, I couldn't think of one. What differentiates the ZW system from the XY system that we are more familiar with is that in the XY system, the sperm determines what the sex of the offspring is, but in the ZW system, the ovum fulfills that role. In the ZW system, the males are homogametic sex and the females are the heterogametic sex. One similarity is that the Z chromosomes contains the most genes out of the two and is therefore the larger chromosome, like X is for our system. One of the interesting side effects of the ZW system is that it is possible to create chickens which color the hatchling based on sex, i.e. males and females are two different colors. This makes sexing the chickens easier. Sexing is determining the sex of a creature. Interestingly, some plants have a ZW sex determination system due to the plant having separate male and female parts. Pistachios is one of these plants, as well as a couple species of strawberries and willow. And as a final response to this episode, yes, an episode on stealth planes is coming. Episode 16. The beacons are lit! <laughs> yeah, they're totally lit, yo. No, but yeah, not much really to say about this episode. I just hope it was interesting. Episode 17. Red light, green light. My only real adjustment with this episode is that the person my brother told me about and the person who was using railroad checks to see by at night was one and the same. So that's my fault for misremembering. Sorry. Episode 18, Alexander the Great. Another episode with a guest. I am not good at these. I don't know what I need to do with them so that both people sound good and to give a better quality episode. Episodes with guests seem to be tricksy. I may or may not revise this episode at a future time, and I am unsure if I will have guests for the time being. Episode 19, As We Live Beneath the Waves. I think this one turned out pretty well, as well. That's about all I really have to say. Episode 20, Season 1 Review. Well, so far, I think the Season 1 Review episode is going pretty alright. So, I guess that's it for now. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Sanity Optional. If you would like, please leave feedback at sanityoptionalpodcast at gmail.com. That's one word. Or on Reddit at r slash sanityoptional. I hope the new season can start in a couple months. 
though I do plan on taking a couple weeks off, so perhaps late September or sometime in October. But feel free to contact me any time therein if you wish. If you have a friend or family member who you think might enjoy these episodes, then please tell them about it, as at the moment I am relying on word of mouth to grow an audience. I really need to figure out how to advertise this thing more. I'm not good at that. But I hope you all have a good couple months, and let's hope that the world doesn't end by then. Thank you again, and stay sane if you want. It's optional. <laughs>